Like twin sons on a womp rat's tail. Welcome back to the Tumbling Saber podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And Carlos will hopefully be joining us in a few. He's having some technical difficulties, but uh, the show is going on. <laughs> we are, we, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll get it sorted and he'll be here very shortly, but uh, it's getting late and we got to move. So away we go. Welcome back, everybody. This is um, another episode that fate <laughs> rescued from the flames of oblivion. <laughs> we'll get to that in a few minutes. I'll, I'll elaborate on what I mean. Uh, but first, we'll catch up. Corey, what is happening? You know, not too much, man. Same old, same old. Well, I mean, it's actually been a really busy week. Personal reasons. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just... Mining that Bitcoin. Really... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, well, you know, you 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 obviously been involved with what's going on there. Like, uh, my, my, my significant other is... Uh, She's a little under the weather, we'll say, you know, like been in and out of the hospital. Everything's fine. Nothing to worry about, really. It's for the most COVID. part, but you gotta, it's got to be prefaced. It's not COVID because everybody goes, oh, not, my God, you have COVID. No, no, it's not definitely not COVID. But uh, whatever. She's got some stones, man. She got the stones and uh, a lot of pain. And our, I just preface this. I just want to say that our, our med- medical system really is not that great really wasn't happy the way things went down recently but uh anyhow the uh, saga of that is going to continue throughout this week uh, we've got an operation planned and whatnot so busy week ahead uh lots of work ahead for daddy i'm, I'm, I'm tired man <laughs> but uh other than that it was honestly halloween last night i had an absolute blast with the boys it's uh my little guy's first halloween ever dressed as grogu little baby yoda he absolutely like killed it. He was so happy. And my other son too, they, you know, they went hand in hand to some doors, but uh, my other boy was Sonic and he was a little anxious to get to the doors before him. You know, I had to remind him a few times to wait for his little, little bro. But uh, man, the two of them together, just absolutely amazing. I bought myself actually Scooby-Doo costume, which uh, set me back quite a bit, but I didn't care. I just wanted to do something. It was so cool. Like as soon as I put it on, man, I came out, I surprised everybody, you know, <laughs> everybody's laughing and my son the youngest did you, guy did you have your scooby snacks with you no did but you, i asked a few people the if they had any for scooby snacks dude who are you talking to jesus of course <laughs> it wouldn't be halloween without but uh anyway my little guy the little guy i think he's gonna be two in a couple weeks little baby mando but you know he dressed as grogu i come out and he's looking at me with the big big eyes right because i got this one piece scooby suit on right with the the head and everything you know and he just walked up to me and he just kept repeating with arms out he's like i love you i love you <laughs> i was like oh i felt my heart this kid man and he was just so happy to be out there so that that really made my uh let's say it made my week it was pretty uh pretty special to be honest oh, and we got to trick-or-treat with oh, oh, oh who's there yo what's up oh it's carlos is he calling in from the moon no, um, you're you're getting my computer speakers because for some reason it's not allowing me to use my microphone. Well, isn't that I'm something special? This way to control my uncontrollable anger at the moment. So what you got to come unleash it on the podcast? <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps that's what's going to happen. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm just going to check my options here and then we'll see what, uh, well, I was just spreading a, uh, 
ray of sunshine and rainbows over here for uh po of positivity for Halloween. So don't burst the bubble, man. Uh, don't worry, it's all good. <laughs> so yeah, good Halloween all around. Um, yeah, it, it was we we got together with Kyle. It was yeah. It was that cold? I was you know, dude. Eight degrees Celsius, seven degrees Celsius. It's it's pretty chilly when it's raining. On top of rain, literally rain the entire day. I'm like, there's no way this can keep up, but it was consistent it's the entire day. Yeah, no, the, the rain was not fun. I was not uh, super thrilled, but the kids, I told I told the kids, I'm like, guys, do you really want to go trick or treating in this? As it was downpouring hour after hour, and they're like, there's no way we're not trick or treating tonight. <laughs> like that's my that's it, man. Good, get them. Rain, sleet, or snow. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and now surrounded by candy. And um, the kids get to pay the unknowing uh, mom and dad tax. So every time oh, I walk I... by their candy bag, they're going to lose something. And that's 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 just the price you pay. My, my son learned today that uh, the youngest guy, he's getting, you know, he went. He's almost two. Whatever he he's he got a few chocolates and he definitely loves chocolate. So after his coaxing him to eat some of his meal, like we said, okay, like we're trying to normalize it, you know, not make it like, oh, this is a special treat. Like, no, like just manage your food consumption properly. Like, like we're trying to go that route. So anyway, um, yeah, just I told him today I give him a Reese's Pieces and I was like, this is Uncle Kyle's favorite. And he was like, Uncle Kyle's favorite. <laughs> yeah, every, my kid, every time my kids are like, oh, can you do this for me? I'm like, pay me. Give me Skittles. And they're like, ugh. I have a hard time with candy these days, though, man. Like, I don't know. I definitely don't like it as much as I used to. Oh, Some of them sure. actually like, this is really gross. Like, you know, like, people ugh. have stepped up, though, big time with, their, with the candy, the quality of the candy they give out. Like when we were kids, yeah. it was like these shitty taffies and rockets and yeah. peppermints and just like those ones wrapped in like wax paper that had like the pumpkins on them and shit. Oh, just just garbage. Like the stuff you'd go to like the, the bulk the dollar store, store and just yeah. buy like a huge bag of candy for 50 cents. And like that would be it. That's what you give out. And I was like, come on. So every time you'd find like a little snack sized Snickers or Twix, it was like, yes. Like that was those were holy grails in your Halloween bag. It's but true. Now, there's like, a lot of hard candy. That? Everybody just yeah. gets like the good stuff. Everything is good, and there's you, you can't even fill a little tiny Ziploc with the crap. You know, I, I we didn't come across any. You know, the whole candy bar givers. No, we didn't get any of those. No, that's sweet though, man. Remember that as a kid, the whole candy bar. You're like, oh dang, like you're like looking at this person, like, oh. Well, yeah, you, you you take note of the house. Like these people, yeah, are you're rich. Like, yeah, something was going on there. Do you have two TVs? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, Halloween was good. That was sort of the highlight of the week. Although you know, I'm, I, I have to say, my daughter really blew it blew me away this year. With like, she decorated our front lawn on her own. She built her Halloween her Harley Quinn costume by hand from scratch. Like she she rocked it this year. She really really killed it. So I, I'm yeah, proud total of cosplay. E even even a, a friend of mine uh, was talking to my my best friend John tonight, and his wife was in the the background. I can hear her saying, "Tell Harley her costume was amazing." 
Yeah, no, she re- she did a fantastic job. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's plow on ahead here. Uh, usually we we do a little pit stop in collecting, and last week we did a big breakdown of of uh, the Haslab stuff. Or sorry, not the ha- well, that was part of it. The um, PulseCon. We touched on that last week, broke it all down, and uh, lo and behold, l- less than a week later, more reveals. <laughs> We've got a good look at the next wave of Black Series figures that are on their way to, I guess, store shelves very soon. So, coming soon, we've got uh, Bib Fortuna, Ponda Baba, Fennec Shand. Oh, your boy, Carlos, your boy. Hey, you guys hear me? Am I, am I on the moon, or does it sound... No, you sound better. You sound better. sound like it used to, right? Okay, cool. I fixed it. Thank you. Yeah, Bib Fortuna could go suck with big one. Next. <laughs> uh, Migs Mayfeld. Uh, oh. a, this is a, a stormtrooper with the orange pauldron. I don't, I can't, I don't know what that's from. Maybe I think that's from Rogue from One. Rogue, Rogue One, yeah, yeah, it's from Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, then we got Boba Fett from that uh, opening episode of of Mandalorian season two. Uh, Doctor Evazan and Yavin for Leia, the celebration at the end of A New Hope. Did you say Ponda Baba as well? I did. Nice. So those are eight figures, and they all look pretty good to some degree or another. Except, I gotta say, my boy Bill Burr. There's a reason the why they put one. the <laughs> yeah. There's a reason why they put that helmet on the figure in the box. Uh, it's yeah. terrible, man. I, I I'm so disappointed by that. Seriously. Yeah, the face sculpt is not good. It looks like he. It, it looks like they all melted. It looks like his face melted. In the it mold. looks like he's in the middle. He's like pursing his lips in the middle of telling a joke. That's that. That's what it looks like. You, you know the the guy from RoboCop who kind of got marinated in that toxic sludge and then. It exploded on the cop's windshield. That's Red Foreman. No, it's not. That's another. Yes, guy. it is. Red Foreman gets the trash dumped on him from up high, and then gets stabbed in the neck. Hmm. Don't talk to me about <laughs> RoboCop. Right. Beat it. <laughs> Corey. Corey just justifies him being wrong by going. Hmm. <laughs> I'm. I'm pondering. I'm. I'm analyzing. I'm. I'm computing. You don't have Corey, to. I did it for you. Through six years of this podcast. <laughs> Oh, you'd be surprised, my friend. There's one thing that we know is that there's a, a percentage, times, there's a, a ratio. Lot, a lot of times when you say something, oh yeah, I remember that. It's like, uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I would say it's 60-40 that you're wrong most of the time. You definitely <laughs> shot some guy in the oh, <laughs> in the junk one time. <laughs> so Corey, are you picking up any of these Black Series figures? I don't know, man. To be honest, I'm still so torn. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, old me would have scooped the whole line. I think, you know what I mean? Like, and they are really cool. Like, to be honest, like, I don't even know if I have a sand trooper at this point. I might. I don't know. That's a cool figure. The old one, the old well, blue series or orange series one is everything. I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, it's, it's almost like an all or nothing thing. Like, I definitely want a few characters. Like, I definitely want Boba and Fennec for sure. But that Leia is pretty cool too. It's like I have Yavin Ceremony Luke. Like, why wouldn't I have Leia? Like, gotta get the Leia. Come on. Well, then they gotta do a Han. Which I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind really, of. There's not much difference in that. Exactly. Just put a little metal on him. His hair. I don't. A yeah, I don't necessarily. But that's that's a new Leia sculpt and everything, so it's kind of nice. It's really mm-hmm. nice. I love Leia. Who doesn't? I guess. Let's just say. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. I'm gonna see what my options are for pre-ordering a few things, but I can't go for the whole box. Like even Ponda Baba and uh what's his face? Dr. Evazan. Dr. Evazan. Yeah. 
Like, I I really respect the fact that they're doing new Black Series figures and like kind of getting out there. But again, it's like, what am I going to do with these guys at a point? You know what I mean? Like, I am I going to build like uh, a Moss Eisley spaceport kind of deal? You could. I you, mean, they, they I have the you, Cantina Black Series going out there now. I understand, but I don't know if I'm ever going to get that far. You know what I mean? Like, like that's that's a big ask. And even if at that, is that the one I really want? Because then you got to go out there and get like all kinds of guys. Or Jabba's Palace, same thing, you know? Like, See, we, this is where we have to say that Corey is at the bargaining stage of his uh, addiction therapy. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. No, I've been definitely weighing things lately. Like, it's it's a lot, man. Like, I, I definitely don't want to get every character moving forward, you know what I mean? I should just stick to the core people that mean something to me. The things, the ones that speak to me. And again, there are a few here, and I, I'm still, I'm just torn between them, to be honest. Like, it's hard, man. Like, again, I, I like that they're doing Ponda Bob, and I, I always kind of liked him, too, you know? The Bill Burr figure, he's, he was a decent part of the Mandalorian, but will we ever see him again? And again, the, the toy's kind of crap. Yeah, the this, Boba's, this was a must for me. Like, a week ago, I was like, this is this is a must. And now it's almost fallen right off the list. It's, it's really sad. I feel like a flip-flopper because I try not to do that. But given new information, I have to be able to be a little flexible. And it's not a good-looking face sculpt. Maybe he didn't submit to the uh, facial scanning. <laughs> which tracks with his personality how he wants nobody to know nothing about him that's that's actually quite accurate yeah <laughs> so maybe he just says screw it no, i'm sorry i don't want to go in there i don't want to be scanned just uh get your get your nerdy little artist to do his best job and this, <laughs> and this is the result <laughs> yeah it's possible because yeah it's it's not great not great but the fennec shand makes up for it like it's incredible. yeah that's it it really is that's what it's i don't understand it's very odd very odd so yeah i'm I'm looking at three of these figures like fennec for sure boba for sure the sand trooper the the hmm, i don't have one of those so i i definitely want to grab one and then the Mix, old one's not Mix that expensive like wild card no leia if i got leia i'd wait a lot of, and that's the thing i've been doing now is just deciding to wait like I'll even wait a year, two years before somebody decides to throw them up on Facebook Marketplace loose, and I'll just snag them at half price. Already loose, <laughs> I have no problem with that. Because uh, so, mm. I, you know, I, I I now have way more open figures than boxed, which is a complete reversal from last year. Wow, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Like I just keep. Ripping them, up, ripping them open, and that's it. Like, they go on the shelf, and it's way more satisfying. Way more satisfying. What about the... the you don't keep the boxes? I No, I, uh, I do keep the boxes for the new stuff with the artwork on the side, just to build, if I can, if I have enough, to build sort of the, uh, the poster artwork on the side. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll toss it in the trash. Like, the, the, the red line, open the box, dump it done with it i'm sure someone even even on the black series canada group i'm sure someone would pick them up off you for a, a price like you know, give me 10 bucks for like 20 of them and they'll be like okay mm. i don't i don't to make that to make 10 bucks i don't even care to package them and send go to the post office i don't True. care even if i would say like dude you can have them i don't care but i don't i don't it's just an extra task that i don't want to be bothered with 
But uh, yeah, these things look cool. But uh, like like you said, Corey, I'm way past the completionist stage. I am way more selective. But and, I'm uh, I'm like right on the fence. To be honest, I keep looking. I have the photo posted on my computer right now, and I'm like keep looking at it. And I'm like, <sighs> like, like Bib. You know, like Bib's big character, somewhat. You know, like, but he's gone now. Like Boba smoked him. To me, he's a like almost like a gateway kind of character. Where if I buy him, I'm gonna buy every single one of Jabba's minions. Yeah, but he's like the biggest minion of those minions. You know what I mean? Like me, 100%. Jabba would. I would be maybe like him. A Gamorrean guard and Max Rebo. But you can't pose ben. those guys out. Like you pose if you get Bib Fortuna, just put him on your shelf. Like it looks dumb. You can't have one without Boba. So then you're gonna want to chase a, a Black Series Jabba with his Deus. It's it, it it's just it's dominoes. And I'm not playing that game. So Bib, I am not picking up. Not doing it. I would like a Jabba though. You know what I mean? If Jabba's a big character. Absolutely. I mean, the only Jabba I have is Power of the Force 2. And uh, for now, I will stick with that. Anyway, uh, we'll see. We'll see if they, you know, they're going to have to keep trying if they want to keep getting me to buy Black Series. It's getting harder to justify. I'm running out of space. <laughs> and uh, they got enough of my money. How? What, what about your collection lately, Kyle? You haven't talked anything about that. L- listen to this from my collecting, one of my collecting updates. I got... <laughs> I think I don't even know yet, man. It's, it's, it might be a false memory, and it might not be, but <laughs> that's how bad it is. I, I got to go through my stuff, I guess, man. But it's starting to get to that point because I'm pretty sure that I received a Knight Brother, that yellow Bathamir uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, the one that we thought was going to be Savage Press, but wasn't. Yeah, exactly, which is really lame, extremely lame. Like, who the heck? Who cares? Why? Why this guy? Like they didn't even make it. It's not even a character. It's just part of the species. And that anyway, that was lame. But for some reason, I'm pretty sure I have one here in the house. And then my mom texted me like two, three weeks ago, like this came in the mail for you here. So I'm like, oh, it's send a pit. What's that? You have one waiting at mom's house now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have two of them. <laughs> I haven't found the one here yet. To be honest, I went through a few boxes and I didn't find it. But like I said, it could be a false memory. I don't know. I'm. It's all getting very confusing, but uh, I'm pretty sure I got two of them anyhow, which would really suck. But uh, I, I'm almost convinced that's the case. And I don't, now looking back, it's like, why do I even have one? You could, that's that's a figure I'm pretty sure you can flip real easy. Really? Oh yeah. That's what that's what you know. Like I was saying last week, short term flips. That's what that's what definitely works in in toy selling right now. Hanging on to that is a bad bad move. Although it's it's a gaming oh no it's, is it a gaming great? Yeah. Mm, that's yeah, they, those are a bit more nichey. Like it might be a one and done sort of thing. So whatever. I I still think if you sold it if you put it listed online now you can move it. And I'm not saying you're gonna make money. I'm saying if you want to get your money back, you could probably quite easily do that. Hmm. Anywho, um, hey Carlos, you what's get... up, man? Hey, how's it going? Boo! <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Jesus, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm. I'm um, <laughs> you're tired. Yeah, he's out of Scooby candy. snacks. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, too much candy. No, I, I. What's up with me? Not much, man. Seriously, it's, you dress uh, up last night? Uh, no. No, I don't do that. 
You don't do that? I don't. Why not? It's not something I do. It's something you can do. I choose not to. You uh, should choose too. I, I I mean, I guess I could, you know. Dude, especially, like, you know, man, you do that, you see the smile on your kid's face, especially if you're a guy that doesn't do it so often. If you just like walk out of the bathroom one day and be like, hey, boys, and you're dressed up as somebody, they'd be like, oh, like you're going to, you're going to see some pretty big smiles, bro. Yeah. Well, I didn't have my kids. So, um, yeah. Well, I get that then. Did you hand yeah. out candy? Uh, no, I wasn't home. Uh, uh, no, I didn't well, hand out candy. No. Were you in Almer? Why? Elmer, why? Why would you do that? Why? I don't know, man. You're putting <laughs> out bad, bad juju. Don't put bad juju out into the universe, please. Either way, you shouldn't be driving on Halloween. Yeah, I know. I got home pretty late. It feels like Corey's but... having hosting his own podcast here. I kind of feel like yeah. life, life advice here that <laughs> nobody asked for and nobody would listen to. Hey, no, I, I don't now uh, hear this. Oh Jesus! <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I'm I'm not uh, like uh, when I have my kids. I, I I always took them out. I always used to try to find like the cool neighborhoods and stuff, and bring my kids around there, and um, just so they they could see like what the atmosphere is, and um, you know what people who really really enjoy it. Uh, on my street, honestly, I saw maybe three four lights on, like not much uh, on my street right uh, where I live right now, and. Um, yeah, just uh, I mean, m people who know me uh, well understand why I, I don't have like this um, this amazing uh, you know relationship with Halloween uh, per se. So it's it wasn't it's it's not my most fun uh, holiday, even growing up, and then uh, confluence of events made it so that it was less appealing to me. Uh, as as a as something to celebrate, um, but like I said, when I do have my kids, I, I do try to you know, if yeah, let's say they they, they were here you, yesterday, man. the the younger Don't associate, one associate, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll take them out and uh, whatever. Watch. I, I'm more of like let's watch a scary movie type of uh, type of you know person, uh, as opposed to getting dressed and getting dressed up. Uh, and uh, well, it's an ordeal, you know, man. Pumpkin carving, all that stuff. It's a, yeah, it's a, but it's, it's not an. I, uh, you know, I could have done it. I could have done it, but for what? For for. Yeah, if the kids aren't there, I, uh, yeah. I did it the one year. You know, it's actually kind of really strange. Actually, I was thinking about that. Like, I lost a whole bunch of photos on my phone this summer, and I was actually really upset by that. But uh, I couldn't find the photo of the mall pumpkin I carved in. I think it was like 2017. It was like the SWC Great Carving pumpkin carving contest or something like that you know and i did this really pretty decent mall man it was pretty good and wow, i was like oh, did cory just segue us anyway it's possible <laughs> but I, I couldn't find the photo and some stranger segue and then steps on it oh yeah, completely oh, let oh. me finish my story sorry nobody cares about your pumpkin you're 40 years old dude it was a pretty it was darth small pumpkin it took a lot of skill, time. It wasn't just one night event. You Anyhow, know the, the, whatever. You know this whole tangent started by Corey asking me a question and then interrupting before I got a chance to answer. And yeah, now here and we then, are. And then he he oh, just continued me with how 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 to, how to celebrate Halloween. <laughs> Either way, some complete stranger liked this photo from like 2017 on my Twitter, and I was like, 
Corey, I speak, for, I speak for everybody who's who's on this call and everybody who's listening. Um, You're completely riveted. No, let me we, continue. We <laughs> we like you better on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, it is Monday. We like you that's better surprising. on Sundays. <laughs> well, okay, anyway, so yeah. that, that's that's no. I'm moving Go along. On. This is <laughs> that's another good segue that Carlos laid out. I don't intend to let a second one pass by. So, Thank yes, you. it is Monday, as we typically re- record on Sundays, but, um, you know, like, we've been talking Halloween all night. It it put a crimp in our usual recording routine, and there was no, like, no news last week. Nothing relevant. Nothing that even remotely of interest to me. So I was like, okay, I guess, you know, the universe doesn't want us to record this week, so just, just chill out. And then, late at night, I was watching a game five of the world series and I, I i jump into the tumbling saber facebook group and rick's posted that he's heard or seeing on the social medias that uh a teaser for book of boba fett is gonna drop and okay we'll see, we'll see what happens there and uh lo and behold first thing monday morning the trailer drops holy crap it was true it was absolutely true, and and so we'll we'll get to that in a few minutes. But the mall segue, the news that we'll touch on first before the book of Boba Fett trailer, is um, some news by way of Cinelinks Jordan over at Cinelinks. So he's got uh, a report up on his site that there is an animated series in the works, deep in the works, centering around Maul at the head of Crimson Dawn, set before the events of Solo, and the report also says that. It, you know, like I said, it's it's sounding like it's pretty far along in the process, and some voice work is already being recorded by the likes of um, uh, Sam Witwer, D. Bradley Baker, uh, Matt Lanter, and they also it's also expected that Paul Bettany will re- return as Dryden Voss. So Corey, now that the Great Pumpkin has passed and you've had some chance to think about Maul, how does this? mall underworld show grab you as an idea well kyle let me tell you it's all very new to me it was quite a shock but mall's so hot right now <laughs> you know what i mean no anyway you know you know where disney's they're, they're gonna go ahead and uh mine that little niche there eh <laughs> like come on there's a pocket full of gold there like with mall people love the mall i love mall like what it first happened again it's just one of those things in life is i don't know man like Bringing Maul back. The dude was cut in half, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most of us are aware. Who, who's this? Maul. <laughs> Come joking, on. Joking. Jesus. I know. <laughs> Either way, it's like, that was a hard, <laughs> that was a really hard thing to, to pill to swallow, but my God, did I swallow it? Oh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm, I love the Maul. Like bring it on, man! Like I, I really think it's kind of interesting. I, it's very surprising at the same time too. But it's, it, it says a certain few things to me. Like I think it really says that they're not really necessarily going to go the cinematic route, uh, live action style. Which, or maybe it will culminate in that. Possibly, it's all leading up to certain events, right? Like we've all been talking. Like, is it? Uh, well, is it though? Well, yeah, he'll be dead at that point. I think. Yeah. That's that's sort of my issue with this show. But uh, Carlos, what what was your f- initial reaction of seeing this news of a potential? I'm gonna keep calling it poten- potential because until it's announced, it's it's just a report. Although I do trust yeah. Jordan at Cinelinks. I you know to me it's as good as a done deal. But until Lucasfilm says so, 
anyway, what's uh, what was your initial thought? Um, my my initial thought was, oh, I don't know, because I don't tr- I don't trust these th- these reports like until they come directly from either somebody who's involved directly or from the company itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have I have I had issues with it, and I was reading it. And I'm like, yeah, that could. I guess it could have been anything, and maybe he's just like pushing the fact that like somebody told him something a couple of years ago, and now there's people, voice actors working, uh, you know, on something, and it's like, is it you know putting two and two together to try to you know paint the Picasso? I I don't know, man. Honestly, um, going with the assumption that this is true, uh, it's a little disappointing in the in the sense that. I would have enjoyed the Crimson Dawn story being told on the cinema uh, in confluence with a solo story. Yeah, man. Um, so from from that standpoint, it's like okay, I get it. Um, like way to go, Ray Parker. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, but the issue the issue to me is, I think that they're afraid to make more movies, man. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I, I I don't I don't know if that's what it is, but. And also, there's a there's a cost perspective to look at there too. You know, like no, for sure. Like, what's what's the the cost benefit ratio? Like, how much how much are you gonna make back uh, if if people aren't going to movies and if people um, didn't really? I think all those people who slept on Solo the first time, if a Solo two comes out, they're not gonna stay at home yeah. <laughs> this time. I don't I don't think that. I think that was like. Um, uh, it was like the perfect storm for that. Yeah, for exactly. That the stars explode. were not aligned, man. Yeah, but if a solo two comes out, uh, ooh, I I believe that that hype train is going to be on fire. Uh, and so- I got you. Definitely got to call it something different than solo two, though. You know, you got to make like you got to give it a whole new title. I would not give it a whole new title. Wait, That's, you would call it that- solo part two? I would call it solo two. I definitely call it solo two because. If you call it something different, then the, the there's going to be people out there who are going to be like, oh, what is this about? Yeah, it's almost like you're starting over from scratch again. Yeah, so you definitely need to call it well, Solo it 2. They could market it this time. They don't need to <laughs> remarket like it. Time. If they market it Solo 2, then the people who did see Solo eventually on Disney Plus are but not going to sleep you on it. You can still label it as such in a way like, okay, like, uh, like such and such a title, Solo like like part of that anthology kind of you know what i mean like label it as a solo star wars project but give it a title mm, no <laughs> i i, I per- personally i would i say yes carlos okay <laughs> you have you have your you have the right but i just think that like i said i was i was saying gracefully and beautifully before i was interrupted <laughs> that like there, there are people who who didn't watch solo until it was on disney plus and, and regret uh, and regretted not seeing it in the in the theater. So they uh, calling it solo anything solo two would be the smart move. That's that's where the money is for me. Regardless, this is not a movie, and that was my my biggest deception or disappoint. My biggest disappointment um, w- was that this project, this Crimson Dawn thing, is going not only on Disney Plus but as an animated show. I guess I get it because of the mall aspect of it. It's a, he's probably a lot easier to draw than he is to CGI. Um, yeah, they also talked about that in the report where there was supposed to be 
or or Lucasfilm was really looking forward to doing something live action with Maul, and then Ray Park happened, and they said, uh, "Well, I guess that's done." And so maybe the project reverted to animated. What's what sucks is like my my main thing is like yes, I want to get the whole. We don't know, right? Even if it is a show, but. What I want to get is I want to get that Crimson Dawn story, but more importantly, I want to get the Kira story, right? And more importantly, on top of that, I want to find out how what happens is from what I understand is there's a fall from grace at one point with him, right? Unless he chooses to leave his position after he gains a certain amount of knowledge and knows what he needs to do or something like that. But from what I understand, it seems like there was a fall from grace from his criminal underworld dealings you know and he ends up on malachor like from what it looks like he's stranded there when we see him in rebels we don't know he could have been just waiting for ezra the other day he got out of vision but they never really fully explain that but i'm led to believe by watching it that he's actually been there for quite some time waiting for him and uh i would like to see how that like the how the show maybe ends on that note or something. Well, I mean, there's like certainly that fall from grace together a whole thing with Maul. Like from what started in Phantom Menace as him being chopped in two, to to a resurrection in Clone Wars and a long running story through, you know, the Mandalore storyline and then into Rebels and a, a tiny little bit in um, in Solo. There's a there's they're trying to really thread the needle with this guy and really tell his whole entire story. So I guess from that perspective, this animated show makes sense, but I, I'm a big fat meh on this, like right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of really surprised they did it too. Like it doesn't necessarily seem like a fit at the current time, but it's one of those things like, say, like I said at the beginning, it's like one of those Boba things like Boba's so hot right now. Like we got to hit the iron while, while it's hot, you know, like, yeah, I mean, and Maul's never really been one of my favorites. Like, I don't hate him by any stretch. Uh, he was just... Sam Witwer, man. Like he's, I he sold me in Clone Wars. Like when I watch everything Clone Wars with him, like at the beginning, I buy into it just because like there's so many cool aspects of him, like holding his body together with the force of that metal thing and the madness and the, the like the triumphant return out of that. Well, like, like and that, to me, that was as interesting as he got. Like the way he, they brought him back and he was crazy and then they fixed him up or the, the, the mother tells well, his him motives and rebels too and, are, are quite interesting well, that's where I'm going like it, 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 it carries into rebels and it builds and it's interesting. And then he, you know, and then, and then, uh, twin sons happens and it was a, it's a good storyline for Maul, and then it ends. And I, I guess there is that piece missing of, of him running crimson dawn, but you know, there's a, there's a ceiling I think there's a ceiling for him in terms of where he can go in canon. And I think there's a ceiling for how interesting you can make him. And I, I, I think that Lucasfilm kind of wakes up in the morning and, and hits their head on that ceiling. And like you said, Carlos, I, I worry. I worry. I, 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 I wonder how a show about the underworld, which is like the worst part of the galaxy, how that plays in animated. You know, and I'm, yes, I know they've gone to some seedy places in animation before, but this whole show is going to be just fill, filled with nothing but dirt bags, if that's the case. Maybe it's a different type of animation for once. Maybe. Oh. I, 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 I got to imagine it's going to still cut close to a, a Clone Wars style since they've like refined that look to such an art in the Bad Batch. Why, why not just keep leveraging that? 
I feel you though, man. It's as if the the story his story's been told, but like the way Solus Solo leaves us hanging with Kira and all that, it's like we want to know more of that time period. Like I don't need to know his rise to the ranks in Crimson Dawn. We get it, you know. Like well, this is what Star Wars does. They're gonna try and fill every gap, and that that again that cuts to something that we've talked about in this pod before. Carlos mentioned it before. Are they afraid to do big screen stuff? Like at this point, yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's for sure, but they sure seem to be avoiding one medium for another. And yes, it's cheaper to do Disney Plus. But man, like this this is stuff that They need the right formula, man, and let them take their time. And you know, I speak speaking for myself, like I I really I don't care a whole lot about what's going on in the underworld during, you know, the pre-solo time. And I don't know what the point of this show is. Aside from like just the standard lore dump of okay, here's the details, here's how it happened. Like I don't know what the point of the show. Like of course it's a report. We're not supposed to know, but I don't. I, I, I don't know. Like when it comes to criminal syndicates, like we know that the Empire, who would have been rising to it to its fullest power at this time, like they they tolerated crime syndicates as long as they either benefited the Empire or didn't get in their way and you know if if mall's group did either they gotta think this empire would would you know roll roll them up pretty quick and i you know in having saying that like the, the recent crossover in the comics they it does play with that a little bit with you know a resurgent crimson dawn and you know they're, they're probably getting out of line as far as the empire is concerned and we'll continue to learn more about that but I don't know. Like, it feels like this is going to be in such a small little box of of the underworld part of Star Wars, and I I don't know what the point is. I just don't know what the aim of the show would be, and that's kind of why look, I'm look, like, eh. Let me, let me ask you guys this quickly before we move on. But the like this whole premise, what they built with Maul and having Solo on screen, would you have pre- preferred a series that flushed all this out on Disney Plus? Or like what we got with Solo. You're talking about Crimson Dawn? Well, it could have done everything. It could have been Solo's story merged with Crimson Dawn. You know, you could have had like multiple storylines at the same time converging into one. You could have well, land like same same premise basically, but expanded in the sense that you're getting like a season. Here's where I think the problem is, or the challenge, the problem, whatever you want to call it, is they're not just when you when you're talking about Crimson Dawn and and Boba. Uh, and maybe even Boba Fett, but Han Solo and his story with with the Huts is I don't think you're just committing to one movie with that. I think that's ends up being two to make a, tr- a solo trilogy, and it's a much bigger deal to commit to two movies, in my opinion. I said I I think a series would have worked out better. To be honest, they should have been more patient. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. But uh, you know, I think one thing they can do at least to get me excited about this show, if it's true, <laughs> if it happens and when they start marketing it, is is to put Crimson Dawn at odds with the Empire and just test how you know how high can how how close to the sun can Maul get before uh, Palpatine decides enough is enough. Like we you know that in uh the hell's the name of that comic? Son of Dathomir? That's it. That's and, that's the like Maul let him escape. Well, but just prior to that, in the Clone Wars, right? Like, Maul senses, or Palpatine senses that Maul is still around. And he's like, all right, 
and he cracks the knuckles, gets his lightsabers out, and goes and kicks the living shit out of Maul and Savage. Kills Savage. Right. Completely cleans their clock, both of them, with a smile on his face. And so, you know, then he imprisons them on Stygian Prime, I think it is, in Son of Dathomir, and he escapes with the help of the of Mandalorians, and then goes to Crimson Dawn. And so either Palpatine never knows that he's still alive and running Crimson Dawn, or he know, completely knows and is just like, let that little toy boy run around with his stupid little crime syndicate. And if he steps out of line, I'll, I'll take him out. So if it wants to go there, I'm a little more interested. Otherwise, eh, I don't know. It's It's got some, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's another case of where an animated show needs to show me before I can get overly excited. And you know, this, this is nowhere near, uh, near the top of, of, of my wish list of shows I'd like to see. And in a world where, you know, even Disney and, and Lucasfilm, they, they have limits on how much they can produce. Like I'm just not super jazzed about the idea of resources being used on this project, but you know, we'll see. I'm totally open to it, and you know, I was not super jazzed about the Bad Batch either, and I was pleasantly surprised. So, again, we'll see what happens if if it happens. Or did we talk about this for twenty minutes for nothing? <laughs> we will see. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see, man. Like, uh, it's there's just something about it that's like I don't like the fact that it's like. Is it is it a story we need to tell, and did it, did it need to be told this way? Like, does it the, feel, the, is there an element of it feels lazy to you? Yes, they're reaching, they're like they're they're, they're settling. That's the way I, I figure it. They're settling. I don't know. There's just some. There's just a little weirdness to it, but um, and it's like we keep saying, like, get out of this era, get out of this era, like, and they keep no, we like this era. Put them all there. He's hot there, eh? Uh. Well, yeah. I mean, as far as Skywalker era goes, the time between A New Hope, uh, A New Hope, and Revenge of the Sith is, I'll say, relatively very loose air quotes unexplored, and that that changes every day. You know, with with Andor coming and Kenobi coming, pretty soon this era is going to be just as as mined as any other. So, but yeah, we'll see. I just uh, I got to be sold on this one. Like really, like it's it's been a while since the animation department has come out and said, "Check this out. This is here's some inspired programming." Like yeah, season seven of Clone Wars was was terrific for four episodes or whatever it was. How many episodes? Eight, something like that. Ah, the whole thing was great. I, I I'm not complaining, but you know it was it's it's a carry on from something that already existed. I'm I want them to do yeah. something groundbreaking or a story that we never thought we wanted or needed and they're just going to blow us away. Like this, it feels like a lore dump, which is, you know, maybe not the best way to put it, but I, that's, that's kind of how I look at it for now. And maybe it'll teach us all kinds of stuff about many things. I couldn't even put words to it right now, but yeah, this, this it's all, it's all very weird to me. It's a very weird premise for a show. But anyway, that's uh, that was sort of the appetizer of this busy, busy Monday for Star Wars fans because we also got gifted the Book of Boba Fett teaser trailer. 
and again, like so those those reports started circulating late Sunday night on Halloween, that we'd get something on Monday, and that struck me as really weird too, because Disney Plus Day is less than two weeks from now, and we were you know we all expected that okay well I guess the teaser for Book of Boba Fett's going to be the uh, the crown jewel of of Star Wars content for that day, but no, <laughs> they gave it to us now. So uh, Carlos. Initial thoughts on the uh, the teaser trailer. Oh man, a sigh of relief. Huge, huge sigh of relief. Because they pretty much dispelled all my fears of like the character development of Fennec Shand and Boba Fett during The Mandalorian. And it kind of, what they did is that they showed that it's kind of in line with that. So he, he's not like, um, he's not really, what's the word? Uh, f- faking uh, his 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 whole uh, persona with the Mandalorian just to get his armor back, <clears throat> like he literally says, "I'm not a bounty hunter," and like uh, Jabba ruled through fear, like, and he wants to do things differently. Uh, he wants to fill up that power vacuum, but do things the right way. And um, well, I mean, that's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got some things to say, or something to say on that. Yeah, no, that well, that that that's what it, you know. His he's saying so it kind of fits in with uh, the era of the Mandalorian, the Boba Fett from that era. So, yeah, I think I'm okay with that. I liked Fennec Shand uh, in in the in the trailer, and I'm like, okay, doesn't really mesh with you know what we saw at the end of Mandalorian season two. Uh, her her character is still a little bit iffy. But she seems like she's the muscle behind Boba Fett, and um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm quite I'm actually I was gonna watch it regardless, and now I'm looking forward to it. Um, not that I, I I wasn't looking forward to it before. I, uh, of course, I, I like I said I was gonna watch it day one. Just less but now less cautious like, today. Less cautious and, and like more looking forward to actually seeing this thing. Like anytime they drop a trailer, it just makes it more real. So I think that's uh, I think that's fair. Oh yeah, and for sure. um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, like I said, I think relief is probably the 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 biggest adjective I could use to describe my feelings for watching that trailer. What about you, Corey? We haven't heard from you in a while. Well, you know. It uh, it looked great. It really looked uh, like they didn't give too too much away in the in the trailer. You're not. I, I don't like when they give too much away, man. Like sometimes you could really piece things together too easily. This there wasn't too much. You know, you saw. I like the fact you saw some transdotions. You saw Black Sun. I think that's the first time live action that was really cool. There's no Black Sun. Yes, there was at the table. That's not a no. That's not a falling. You don't think? Nope. To Clatoonian. Look. Hmm. 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 It looked like Black Sun to me. You watched me. it on your phone, didn't you? What do you mean? I watched it on my phone. I, I watched it on I, my I'm phone. I'm not going to get involved. <laughs> I, I watched it on my TV, but uh, I also watched it on my phone. But yeah, like, uh, I, it looked to me like the mustaches and the hair, that definitely looked like Black Sun to me. It's not Black Sun. We'll see. I, 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 don't, I don't know if you're... I, that's a bet I almost might take up. Like, I really think they were going that route. Like they're they're part of that criminal underworld. They right? are for sure. And that, that was sort of my sort of. I don't. I'm not going to say the word disappointment, but I you know I thought it. You know I know that's not. They're not supposed to give us much. It's a teaser, 
but I thought it was kind of flat in a way. And I, I don't mean that as as a way to like throw sand in anybody's eyes, but yeah, I just thought it was like, okay. Like even color wise, like it was pretty monotonous. It was more sand, more muted earth tones, which I get is the aesthetic that, that you know, is yeah. part of that world. And there's definitely a lot of cool stuff to discuss for sure. But I, I didn't come away from this trailer, um, you know, feeling that that Robert Rodriguez way over deliver boast kind of thing. And and maybe I'm not supposed to. You know, yeah, I don't think you are. I think like like Carlos says, I think they're grounding us, like bringing us back, like him saying that he's gonna live by his own code and he's gonna rule by, through respect. And I like I think that's really cool. I don't think he's necessarily gonna be that uber bad guy or whatever like i think he's gonna try and actually like unify clans and like you know the, the entire underworld possibly like you know the question, the, the, the question is is to what end though exactly like what's it gonna culminate to and we've heard multiple times that you know these series that they're creating are possibly gonna like culminate in some kind of event now having a syndicate army at your disposal like maul was kind of trying to build in the clone wars would be really handy at one point in the in whatever Mandalore's is happening at Mandalore, like it could be really interesting. Like, I don't want to see him be an enemy. Don't get me wrong. And I don't want to see him be a bad guy. I want to see him like teach bad guys how they could live kind of like by hit a code that's honorable in some Westerns, you know, space Western fashion. But well, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, like that, that, a, a possible le legit government, like unify possibly the outer rim or like, like yeah, you, I'll get, at least unify the syndicates and like you know, create a new order of some type. Well, and that, and that line like there's a few really interesting lines in the trailer. Um, the first one being like I, I'm not a bounty hunter, which is interesting because for 40 plus years that's all we knew him as. Um, so is he like taking a, a a page from his father's playbook and he's just he's now he's just trying to be a simple man making his way in the universe. Well, not really. He's got pretty big, amb big ambitions. Well, I I think everybody was kind of being facetious in that moment. But you know, he talked about getting rich off corporations. So he's in it for the money. You know, we say to what end is, is all this happening? Part of it is is he wants to get rich, which is, you know, it's kind of a, a step away from bounty hunting for Jabba. But like, yeah, but what's 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 what is getting rich? Like, what 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 does that mean? Like, okay, so now you're rich. What do you do now? Like, mm -hmm. why are you, why do you want to get rich? Yeah, there's an end goal gonna, to that too. Like, what do you want to do? You want to build another clone army of yourself? Yeah, like, like what's the motivation to get rich? Yeah, because if you you could just live your simple life, making your way through the universe, like, do you need to be rich, or do you just need to like? Or is is he ready to retire? Like, what what is it exactly? Mm -hmm. So it's a little it's a little sketch. So you know what I mean? Like, there's there's also room for Omega in this show too, man. Oh man, don't start with that. Why not? It's his sister. Ugh. They're the same age. I think it's all culminating or building to that. Like, even Mochi. You know, you don't think he's gonna want his own rancor? Mochi. Mochi, yeah. Whatever. Call him Mochi. Either way, he's a mochichi. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Well, and I feel like I feel like the show thematically might take a swipe at like this this unfettered capitalist world we live in now. Like I mean, talking about getting rich off corporations, like with corporations hiring out these these thugs and syndicates to do dirty work for them, 
I feel like there's going to be some uh, <laughs> some Robert Rodriguez commentary on that front, which uh, yeah, I guess that would be par for the course with Star Wars. George would approve. I'm pretty sure of that. But uh, yeah, that the other line, uh, you know, Jabber ruled with fear. I intend to rule with with uh, respect. And I, I thought that was a really loaded line because mm-hmm. y- you know what they say about intentions, right? Good or otherwise. Like, yeah. He intends to rule with respect, but um, some sports teams intend to be competitive yet get off to their worst start in 80 years. So intentions. I don't like that. I don't like what you're doing there. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Don't, don't speak in cold, Kyle. <laughs> I have to vent my, my, my heavy heart. Yeah. Stop. Kyle Hyatt and rubber. I took that down years ago. Years. I know. You got to write a blog. Write a blog. <laughs> you know what? I, I put this on Twitter yesterday on my other account. How many combined wins does your favorite hockey team and football team have? Carlos, I know the answer for yours because it's the same as mine. Do you know what the answer yeah, is? pretty much. Three. What is it? Three? Yeah. Three. Wow. God's sakes. This is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, but luckily, I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm I kind of care not... a lot less, but it's still, yeah. it's, 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 it's to the point where it's like, is this a, is this a joke? Like... Can we not win a game in any sport? Whatever. <laughs> it's funny. It's. Uh, it's I, I just find it funny. I'm sorry. It's so just anyway, like, just to say, yeah. you can intend to do all kinds of things, and so I. But I feel like trying to to rule the underworld with some sort of code is like herding cats, and so I think at some point in the show, respect is going to go to the dogs, and he's going to go Hulkamania. On, on the underworld. No, <laughs> yeah, when, when they deserve it, though. Like, now he's like, now you're going to live by Boba's code. You just passed the line. <laughs> like, and that I'm down with. No, I, I think he's like, not. He's okay that, to bash a few skulls. Say, saying that I intend to rule whatever. How did he, what was the word he used? I, I intend to rule with respect. Rule. With yeah. respect. Okay, so I intend to rule with respect. But I like, feel like. At that what means... point do you have to make an example of someone, right? Like, exactly. It's so it's gonna be like pretty much instantaneously, like. Oh yeah. And then Fennec Shand actually says, "Like, do you think you could have gotten away talking to Jabba like this, or whatever she said?" I only yeah. watched the trailer twice, but I mean, I got the gist of it. For so sure. it's like, you know, like I said, I feel like she's the muscle a little bit. Like, you guys are talking to him like as if he can't destroy you. He's choosing not to. You know, and he and he's not decla- he's not opening this up to like democracy either. I intend yes, to he rule. He, he but he did. He said <laughs> speak freely. Like, like oh, that's what I like about him. Like he's trying to he's gaining their trust by saying like this isn't like Jabba's regime. Come on, you, you different- think he meant speak freely as in speak your mind, buddy? Like you put that yes, through, I do. You put I want to hear what Google you have Translate to say. that says I dare you to say something to me right now. That's what he's saying. That's the vibe I, I got I want- from that. Or as my one of my pals said. Uh, it it sounded very much like go ahead make my day kind of thing. That's the total vibe I got from from that line. I got I got more like give me the information that I need and if I take I'll take it or leave it. You know what I mean? That's I, what I got from I got, it. I got like the- he, he's wiser than his years at this point. I feel like he's really gonna weigh that information and be like, if he needs to blow the guy's head off after what he says, fine. But I also feel like he'll make that judgment call on site. Well, uh, well, yeah. But so I mean. If that's the case, he's not, then then you're making my point. If he's saying speak freely, he's not saying, oh, I would love to hear what you say, sir. Please, this is an open forum. He's saying, yeah, 
You want to say something to me, boy? Go ahead. Speak freely. Say what. Say what's on your mind. And this guy's going, oh, you're you're just a you're a clone. What the hell do you what do you know? Okay, it's time to throw down. I don't think it would go that way. I think you'd really have to really disrespect him, not just say like words and be like, oh, you're a clone and this and that for death. Like, I think you'd really have to really have to disrespect him and go that extra mile to make him like make an example out of him. I, I think this is the guy that's going to get be made an example of whoever he's talking to. <laughs> I think that guy's going to pay for it. Per, yeah, pretty much. And by that's... the way, I, I think everything we've seen or heard, I think this is the first one or two episodes. I think we saw virtually nothing. I don't yeah, feel it like looks very early on. Like they're going to be moving on for sure. This is chapter seventeen of the Mandalorian story, so it will all converge, and they got to get out there a bit. But it's nice to explore the outer rim a bit more and get to know the people out there and what's going on and the, that underworld as well, which is going to really play nicely with Mandalore as well in a way. Like when things culminate at a point, I think having those two different like factions in the Star Wars universe at the same time against possibly the a mutual enemy or against each other, whatever whatever they're building. I think it's a really cool dynamic as opposed to just having your, your regular Empire rebellion thing. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think, you know, this, this is different in that, you know, Boba Fett's trying to sort of tie together, I guess, the remnants of what was Boba Fett or Jabba's sort of empire and that maybe he's trying to rally those people and, and unify that group so that he can go after the bigger fish maybe like the pikes or black sun or you know who, crimson dawn you know, maybe he can, he can go after them and finally take on some some of the bigger fish which might be interesting then we get to see that all out like underworld war kind of thing and that i have i have some time for but yeah to, to sort of figure out we'll how probably this... hear about the fallout of crimson dawn or something in this in that series i i have a hard time imagining we won't hear the name crimson dawn it's almost impossible you'd think that they that they wouldn't talk about it i mean this is still yeah, what like five years Maul. after return of the jedi so lots could have still eight gone years, wrong for, for nine Kira. years before... yeah that's nine years without maul eight nine years no more than that uh no sorry no not that not quite that long uh yeah it's about five five years since or yeah eight years since since Maul and who, that's plenty of time for Kira to either skyrocket or crash and burn like she's you know they're, they're still I guess War of the Bounty Hunters is wrapping up now but then uh, Crimson Rain is firing up in the next couple of months and so yeah and she's still gonna be you know ascending to whatever peak she's ascending to and i don't know if that's going to carry through um into this this time period or if, if she flames out really hard but uh i would i would i would i would definitely love to see amelia clark drop into this show at some point that would be pretty wild yeah i don't know how you think it happens i don't know it could. I mean, she's sometimes I, I tend to read too deeply into things like, well, they brought her back in the comics. What else? Where else could they bring her in? And she would well, fit uh, right in into the into. I was going to say that too, man. She could. The fact that she's she's coming into the comics kind of, you know, sometimes it can also signify bigger things, right? right yeah. But I mean, I think the the 
production timelines for comics versus TV versus animated and movies, they're all so distant and disparate from each other that it's really hard to keep them to in unison. So I don't know. I don't want to put, I wouldn't put my eggs in that basket, but it'd be really cool if she did show up. And, you know, even thinking back to the mall show, it says it takes place before solo, but she could still well, be in that show. Well, they said they're not sure. It, she could be in that show. doing Amelia Clark doing voiceover work. That would be awesome too. But again, like even the show, yeah, the, the show looks pretty good. Um, I don't know if that's Sand Planet. I don't know if that's all Tatooine. It, I don't, I don't know. But you know, there's that. It showed us the sort of uh, almost like a re- reverse Jetta city, where instead of a city yes. on top of a plateau, you've got a city in inside of like a canyon or, uh, I don't know. What do you call that? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I'm losing my terminology. Crater. A crater. Sure. But uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that's one of the bigger cities on on uh, Tatooine because we've always been to these little crappy towns. These moss, the mosses, Pelgo and Isley and Espa. Maybe it's Anchorhead. Hmm. That's pretty big. What's the biggest city on Tatooine? I don't know. I wonder if Google can answer that. What <laughs> is the biggest city on Tatooine? Oh, geez. The largest settlement on... Well, is that what's the source on this? <laughs> it says Moss Isley. Eee. That's not looking good for that, that particular city being Moss Isley. That's, that's not good. What's the... What's Bestine? What's Best, Bestine on Tatooine? I want to Google that. Isn't this riveting? Bestine. <laughs> you know what I thought I heard, though, at the beginning? You know at the beginning when... Um... Someone in the is voicing over saying, I know you're sitting on the throne. It sounded like the Mando. I did li- you get that? Uh, my first go around, I'm like, is that Mando's voice? And yeah, I'm like, this is yeah, familiar. That's... I'm like, either way, I'm like, it's familiar. I don't know, but it's familiar. That's that's what I heard too. Cool. Yeah, going back over it, it's I'm pretty sure it's not, but it sure it the first time, yes, I did go, is that Mando? But I don't think it is. But speaking of familiar, even watching the trailer and seeing that uh, the 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 female Twi'lek, the yellow one, I'm like, I know that face. Who is, who is that? And I kind of let it slide. And it came back around later today. It's it's um, Jennifer Beals from Flashdance. <laughs> How's that? The, wow. the, the Lucasfilm family still bringing in those those heavy hitters from the 80s. That's pretty rad. Uh, so Bestine was a city on Tatooine. Uh, shortly before the Battle of Yavin, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker spent a night in Bestine while on their way to Mos Eisley. So maybe that that big giant city is on Tatooine and maybe it's Bestine. Wouldn't that be cool? So anyway, um, what else do you guys want? Anything else you guys want to talk about in this trailer? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I but, think uh, it was definitely yeah. pretty. Like Carl, hey, like I agree with you, Carl. Uh, Kyle, it was also I found it a bit flat, but I like that in the sense that they're not giving too much away. The tones of it all, uh, from a cin- cinematic standpoint, again, were very neutral, uh, sandy. Which okay, I mean, I'm getting it. I, I get it's a western out there vibe, but I'm totally stoked, man. Like they didn't give too much away. 
they got they got us right where we need to be and there's going to be a lot going on and i think i think we're going to get more on top of that it's not going to be like a one off boba fett se- series in a season you know you don't think it's a you don't think it's a limited series i don't think so we're definitely up oh, I won't say that necessarily, but we're definitely going to get more of Boba Fett moving forward. I don't think he's sacrificing himself. And if he doesn't in this series, you can be sure we're going to see him again. Some other series or movie or the culmination of events, whatever it's coming to. Well, that's one of the issues, right? That I think Lucasfilm might have with with two characters in particular, um, Ahsoka and Boba Fett. And then even other characters like Hera. You've got them, and people love them, but where where is the end for these characters? Like, do you just milk these guys forever and just plug in another story, another story, another story? Eventually, these people have to come to an end, somehow. And, you know, Boba Fett living a violent lifestyle as he does, something's got to give at some point. Or are we going to find out he was, uh, you know, he's 80 years old flying around at the uh, the Battle of Exegol? You know, who knows? But uh, yeah, there's a, you know, I guess there's also a, you know, Godfather-esque tone with him sitting at the table, at the head of the table, trying to uh, talk some sense into some knuckleheads who just, oh, what if I, uh, what if we just kill you? Mm, okay, take your shot, take a poke. So anyway, um, yeah, it looks cool. I I, I am pleased with it. Um I don't know if I had my expectations too jacked up for a teaser, but it was a teaser and I shouldn't have. So um, I'm just going to say I'm happy with it and wait to see what happens next. But again, I will I will say that I was surprised that it came out when it did, just 11 days before Disney Plus Day. And, you know, again, like this was, I think people were expecting this to be the big deal coming out of that event that we talk about two weeks from now. But now we got to sit and wonder, well, if they gave us this now, what are they going to give us then? And now that's got my brain racing. And wouldn't it be wild if we got some sort of early teaser for Kenobi or Andor? And now my brain can't get away from that thought where they're going to, if they gave us this, they're distracting us over here while they prepare to blow our minds with that. Because we have to remember, like... The avalanche of content in live action is coming, and this teaser it's inbound. Trailer, this is sort of the uh, the first big rumble from the volcano. And man, twenty twenty two can't get here quick enough. I we need this live action stuff to start dropping into our laps. Holy cow! But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes. I'm I'm curious out there, everybody listening, what did you guys think of the trailer? Um, let us know. You can hit us up. Uh, but that will do it for this week. Uh, if you do want to catch up with us uh, and you want to talk about the trailer or anything else we spoke about in this episode, uh, we are in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group, which again, every week we invite you and the door remains open for you to join us there and be part of the fun that never, never seems to end in that group. So come join us there. And if you want to be a part of the podcast, uh, you can you know send us your questions, your theories, your scattered crazy thoughts about Star Wars. You can send those by email to tumblingsaber at gmail.com and we will definitely put those into an upcoming episode of the podcast. And, uh, you know, I never talk about it enough, but uh, if you want to help us to grow this little podcast of ours, uh, the best way to do that is to just 
share it. Share it anywhere and everywhere. Retweets, uh, post it to Facebook or wherever you, you you hang out online. Or 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 tell your friends about it with your mouth. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your friends. You know, not just the virtual friends you've got on social media. Tell people that you know in protein form. You know, you can actually tell them about a, a Star Wars podcast like ours. Uh, otherwise, you know, retweet the links. Share the share the podcast out there and, and add your some commentary some commentary of your own and uh, tell people why you enjoy the podcast and that they should join the fun. So that would be much appreciated. Um, but guys, Corey, Carlos, where can we find you on social media between episodes? Merci. <laughs> you can find me at Trop Rules with a Z on the Twitter machine. But uh, again, slide into my DMs. Hit me up at uh, Corey Patrick Roussel on Facebook anytime. Preferably, again, slide into my DMs. It's uh, easier to find everybody that way. Social media stresses me out. Over to you, Carlos. <laughs> you can find me at C Candido Music on Twitter and Instagram uh, or at carloscandido.com, uh, Carlos Candido Music on Facebook, uh, anywhere you go. Uh, you could uh, just uh, Google my name and you'll find me. Um, I just want to thank everybody uh, for uh, jumping on to the, uh, my uh, Indiegogo campaign. It's uh, as we speak, it's, it's winding down uh, where we are now. And um, yeah, kind of happy with that. And uh, uh, yeah. So thanks to everybody for, uh, for, for getting in on that. And uh, there's going to be more news and more stuff to come uh, in the, in the coming months, but um, this was a great first step. And um, super, uh, super proud of uh, the, the work that I put in and uh, for people uh, wanting to, uh, to get involved. And um, yeah, thanks so much, guys. Well, you say it's, it's winding down. It's not wound down yet. So if, if anybody out there is still, if you got, if you got uh, 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 I know it's hard, but if you have a little bit of extra cash in your pocket and you want to support Carlos's musical endeavors, there is still time. There's still a few days left for you to hit that indie. No, no, no. Link. It's done. It's done. Oh, it's, it's done. done. But by the time by the time this this drops tomorrow morning, it would have been over. Well, you missed uh, out, everybody. You missed out. <laughs> Those who missed out, you missed out. It's all good. Hey, it's all good. Uh, there's gonna be more uh, more stuff coming. So uh, I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't freak out about that right now. Okay. Uh, Carlos is gonna leave us in the lurch when he's famous. Never. I would never do that. Um, Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Lies. Um, and for me, I'm at Tumbling Saber on Twitter, Instagram, and again, hanging out in that Facebook group all all day long, hang, having fun with, with the group. So come check it out. Come have fun with us there. And um, that's it for this week, everybody. Hope uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, which was pulled from the fire by fate. Uh, so I, I want to thank the maker or whoever uh, you want to thank for making this episode happen. Uh, but we, we do hope you enjoyed your time with us. Uh, thanks again for listening. Stay safe. And until next week or the next episode, may the force be with you. Sitting here for hours, looking at that child. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself. Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me. Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see